Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I am wearing my uh, DJ Rock Lobster uh, button-down shirt for the first time this season, and it fits so much better than it did last spring and summer. And that's thanks to MNFatLoss.com, a weight loss plan where I lost about 25 pounds and I did it in about two months. And here's the fun part. I'm keeping it off. I've kind of learned good nutrition and what my body needs if I want to look trim and slim. And I'm keeping it up even though I'm in what's called the maintenance part of the MNFatLoss.com plan. Here's the deal. I think you guys could do it too. I lost 25 pounds without eating prepackaged meals, without counting calories. I didn't even exercise. There was no hypnosis, no uh, surgery. I did it by eating the foods I like and following the plan at MNFatLoss.com. You too could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. Hey guys, that's... Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Donna Valentine Steve Patterson the big Zamboni Hong Kong <laughs> I don't know about that Hong Kong oh, thing Oh they go nowhere uh, I mean Hong Kong till we die mm, Okay You should get it as a butt <laughs> tattoo Mike I done one cheek <laughs> two cheeks Hong Kong I mean that's funny Oh my gosh. You know anyone with a butt tattoo? I do. It's not on my butt. No, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> How dare you? No, Donna, I'm talking about my brother-in-law. Oh, really? Yeah. What's it say? I think it's like... Dave? This, this, <laughs> Dave <laughs> has a butt tattoo. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say his name on the air. No, uh, it's, uh, it's... It's Grave. <laughs> yeah. The tattoo is Grave? No. But his name is Grave. No, the, it's even funnier because the tattoo, I believe... He was just talking about this a couple weeks ago. It's some sort of, like, biblical God reference. Oh, wow. On his butt. <laughs> Don't say, oh, wow, like he's the Pope, all right? <laughs> He was like, yeah, I like that scripture. Put it on my right cheek. Where I can't see it. Yeah. What's wrong with him? I don't know. I think it's just, yeah, probably for my sister to admire, I guess, when he's getting out of the shower. I mean. That's so weird. Well, who sees your butt, Donna? Uh, Who ever sees the back of your butt? Hopefully no one ever. (laughs) (laughs) That's just me. But... If I had something written on my butt, you wouldn't even be able to read it. <laughs> It'd be like if the magnets all got mixed up on the fridge, you have to like, hang on, put that one back up here. <laughs> Pull that. Stretch that. Anyway, that's not why you called. Why did I bring that up just now? What was it? There was something. I can't help you. Why did we bring up a butt tattoo? Oh, Hong Kong. There we go. Oh, Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, full circle. Uh, hey, hey, I. Hey, hey, you, hey, you, you doing? You good? Yeah. I'm hey. good news about Beetlejuice too. Okay. This is fun to hear from Michael Keaton. Did you, did you see the first one? Peripherally. Mm. 
I know, white face, long hair. He seems pretty stressed, right? Small, then big. <laughs> so strong. Something like that. Close enough. Sure. Um, but this is a really good uh, word from Michael Keaton for people who are fans that are like, is this going to live up to it? We really love the first one. He says that he and Tim Burton are determined to make it, quote, as close to the way we made it the first time. And that includes making stuff up, making stuff happen, improvising and riffing, but literally handmade stuff like people creating things with their hands and building something. And he goes on to finish by saying it's the most fun I've had working on a movie in I can't tell you how long. Oh, that's great. So if you're a believer that the vibe on set, the commitment to the project, all of that stuff really matters with the finished product, and you're a fan of Beetlejuice, that's about as good of a, a, a thing you could hear from Michael Keaton. You should watch the first one. I, I should go back and watch it, yeah. And it was on Broadway. It might still be on Broadway. Oh, Broadway. I forgot it was on Broadway. Incoming text messages from my biblical. <laughs> biblically tattooed brother-in-law. Let's read these cold. Uh, let's oh, see no. here. Hashtag betrayed. <laughs> the next text just said Judas. <laughs> see, still biblically That's themed. That's funny. That's very funny. He said very funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, who's in Beetlejuice that I love? Um, Come on. You know her. Back in the day, Catherine O'Hara. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's, she's so great. great. Oh, she's, my gosh. What a fun career it. she's had. Really? And like this new resurgence. Have we seen her win a big award? Catherine O'Hara? She has to have won An for individual award. Has she won? Mike, can you look that up right now? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I, she is, she's just really, you just do feel great when you see her on camera. It's funny. I grew up with Catherine O'Hara primarily Home, home Alone. alone. And so you see her as playing this mother, not realizing, though she has funny lines in that movie, not realizing just how funny and quirky she, she is. Oh my gosh! In the, so the Christopher funny. Guest movies, so good. Waiting for Guffman. So fun. Anyway, um, hey, I have a little bit. Uh, well, Mike's looking that up. Uh, a little bit on Danny Bonaducci. I believe you had the story that. He was having surgery for fluid on his brain. Mm-hmm, right. Maybe it was during a dirt alert. Um, man, oh man, this poor guy. Apparently, he can't even walk right now. He's been having health issues. And after seeing many, many doctors, he finally figured out that uh, he has a diagnosis hydrocephalitis. Nope, that's wrong. Hydrocephalus which is a buildup of fluid in the brain and the condition affected his speech, his ability to walk in balance. He's having that surgery today to help drain Mm -hmm. that fluid. He says, I will be completely bummed out if this doesn't work. I can't walk currently. I just can't. He said, I'm never going to run track. I'm never going to box again. But if I could get from here to the kitchen on my own, then bravo. Mm -hmm. That's scary. Yeah, that is. I wonder if there would be, uh, after the operation today, if, if any of that mobility will return yeah. by, by getting some of that fluid out of there. Hopefully. TMZ had a write-up. Maybe we can link up to this on the, uh, on the show links page that he had to sell his house because he had this Seattle property and it just had too many stairs for him to go oh. up and down and all of that. Oh. Guys, this is a 2,100-square-foot uh, home in Seattle. Views of the entire city. It's on the market now for $1.6 million. Three bed, three bath. Chef's kitchen, massive walk-in closet. Danny thought he would live there forever until this mystery illness 
changed his life. But Donna, click on the link and then scroll down to the photo oh, the view. on the deck. Yeah, it's beautiful. Guys, oh, the space needles right there. The space needle is directly in front of him, but like in the distance, but close enough where it's not like, oh, and I think that's the space needle. No, it's you the, see yeah. the space needle, and then you've got the Seattle skyline to your left, and then to your right, you're right there on the bay. And so you have got water. Space Needle Dead Center, the city to the left. That is a dynamite view. I'm sort of surprised it's that it's only a $1.6 million house in Seattle with those views. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> Instead of a stock, do you want to go in oh. on the Bonaduce estate? You know, I've always thought it would be fun to have like some kind of beach house with, say, five people. Everybody so like your throws own in... timeshare, it's 11-11. Make a wish. Make a wish. I wish that I had a beach house. I wish that I had five friends. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, if you had five people, easy to divvy that up. Like, hey, can I have June? Can I have July? Can I, you know? Sure. You could rotate it each each year, you know? One person's responsible for paying the mortgage, but everybody Venmos them the money every month. You know what? I just immediately soured on this idea. I was in for a hot second. Why? I'm out. What if it's all cash? All we have to pay is the property taxes. There's a whole thing of what What about when two people want to sell and the other three don't? You got to buy the other person out. I feel like this is, a, this is a, a pathway toward friendship destruction. It begins with, oh my gosh, are we doing this? We're doing this. <laughs> and then in 10 years... No, none of you talk. Yeah. Because you view somebody different. If, if you lend somebody 20 bucks and they just forget to pay you back. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You know that feeling, right? Yeah. You feel like, wait a minute. For sure. No, You're it's right. going to ruin a relationship. All right. Forget it then. Um, listen, we send our best. We want a great surgery for Danny Bonaducci today. Absolutely. So hoping really good things there. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. A cover story coming up at 1130. Always all sorts of fun. But when we come back, we will bust into a study. Donna found a, a list of our top minor mishaps. I opted not to look at it. I wonder if I might be able to guess oh, some of these. Oh, that's fun. So we'll do that all together when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Brent, hey, what's up? It's Stevie Boy for my buddies over at the Canopy Group. I have something so easy for you to do. You can do it today. You can go to the Canopy Group. Dot com And when you get there, uh, you will see, oh my gosh, look, they've got this big button there and it just says, get a quote. That's all you got to do and you will be on your way to saving money. That's what I want for you to save some money. You can do that on your home insurance, on your auto insurance as well. Uh, it's really a great thing because then you will find out that one of these bills that you just kind of set and forget and you may have been overpaying for, now you don't have to anymore. Why? Uh, because they have a, 16 different insurance companies that, guess what, they work on your behalf, they fight it out for your business because they want to beat the other 15 and say, no, we, we got them. We can give them better coverage. We can give them a better price. You don't have to pay extra for this service. You just go, you get a quote. The Canopy Group, they do all the work for you. And then every year, this is really great, every year they'll look over your policy and then run that out to their 16 insurance companies again so that you can continue to get the best coverage at the best price year after year. Start today at thecanopygroup.com. Hello. Welcome back to the program. Donna, you don't have to change on account of me. I do. I said, I shouldn't have said it. This is why people close off and aren't vulnerable. Welcome back to the program. I said a couple weeks ago that nothing personal. You're not the only person who I hear say this. A bunch of people say this. It annoys me when people say program. I don't know why. I blame myself. 
but it's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. I you, mean, you think about how many things that I say when that I... people are like, what is? Why is he doing that? What is his problem? That's more like it. No, not you. Okay. Studies have shown that... Medic- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right, so uh, this is coming from a website called Study Finds. Oh, sweet. And they conducted a study. And according to the study... 84, uh, the average person has 84 minor mishaps a year. That is one every four or five days. And 87% say they are usually unavoidable. Do you want me to give you an example? Of yeah, one of yeah, things? that would help me. Okay, so on the list, number one, saying hi to someone you thought you knew, but it was a total stranger. Oh, brutal. <laughs> oh, so bad. Brutal. Oh. What about... I've only got 10 in front of me. Okay. Um, what about just forgetting an appointment? Hmm. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, you know, close enough. Forgetting to cancel a subscription. Oh. It's not that close. Not close at all. But... <laughs> the word forget was the key word. Okay. Um, yeah. Forgetting to cancel a subscription you never use. Totally. So it renews. Yes, yes, queen. You are the queen. Okay, Steve, what did you say before that? What did you just say? I said forgetting an appointment. Like, oh, crap. That is on the list. But it's being a no-show for something because you forgot you made plans. Girl, my wife said to me last night at 4 o'clock, she said, hey, don't forget, too, you've got to volunteer for the youth football thing for, like, handing out equipment. She said that to me. It had already been sort of a, a busy-ish weekend. And I said, when? Really trusting and believing in that split-second quick encounter. She was going to say next Sunday. She said at 5 o'clock. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> and I said, son of a biatch. Oh, Steve. That Now my Sunday evening thought just got shifted by... You know, the, 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 this two-hour commitment. I really feel ah. like you need to have a family calendar. We do. Inside the pantry with everyone's schedule on it. You get a color. She gets a color. Kids all get a color. Or maybe the kids are separate from you. I don't know. But you... It's getting to be a lot. That's a lot of kids who are getting older who are going to have a lot more activities than you've got work stuff. Yeah, we're starting to get... It's starting to ramp up. Yeah. It's, we're getting into it. It's a new phase of parenting that we're in. You need help. Thank you. Or an assistant. Thank you. How about this one? Trying to unlock your car and then realizing it's not your <laughs> not car. your car, yeah. I watched my daughter walk up to the wrong van. I was like, I'm going to let it happen. I want this moment of panic to happen for her. Oh. I was like, Eddie! Oh, crap, wrong car. That's so scary. Hoping no one's Getting in there. in the wrong car <laughs> is usually And that takes a minute, doesn't it? Where it's like you have to like sort of, wait a minute. You have to reconcile like what you just did with where your head is at in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Told you I've done this. Yeah. On more than one occasion. And I started, for... Mike, you might not know this story and listeners forgive me if you already do. Christmas time. I'm at a diner with my brother. 
Yeah. We get in the car. I go, oh, no, I forgot my scarf in the diner. He goes, all right, I'll wait here. I run back in, in the diner, grab my scarf, run back out, open the car door. And I'm like, what the hell? There's presents all over the seat. And I'm like, what are you doing? I start taking the presents and putting them in the back seat. Oh, my. And I look and it's not my brother. Oh. It's some dude looking at me like, excuse me, can I help you? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so I sorry. Wrong car. Forget this story if I ever oh, knew really? it. I start moving his belongings and he's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. Oh, my gosh. What did he say? He was just like, can I help you? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I got in the wrong car. I thought my brother was being a weirdo and putting presents on the seat, even though, uh, never mind. Bye. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Every kiss begins with K. Yeah, I was like waiting for a plot twist there. Um, wow. Yeah, that was. I just want to say that we honor you. Thank you. And I bet you could talk to 100 people, and there'd only be about three to five who would say, I had that same exact thing happen. Like the fact that there was a human, you're like, oh, what the hell? Come on, we got to move. Oh. That the alarm bells didn't go off a little earlier is now, really interesting. I've gotten in and in a car and buckled up <laughs> after going in the store for toilet paper. Sure. Friend was waiting outside. It was the end of a festival night. Get back in the car. I buckle up and I go, yeah, they didn't have any bleeping toilet paper. Oh my gosh. And then I look over and I go, wow. Debbie's got really skinny legs. I've never noticed that before. <laughs> and I look up at Debbie, and it ain't Debbie. It's so. a woman who looks like she's being carjacked. Absolutely. Look of horror on her face, and she's like, ah, ah. Yeah, <laughs> like, and she's thinking, now we got to go. I've been carjacked, and she's going to force me to go find better priced toilet paper. Right. Right. I mean, I was, uh, and then you're just in shock. Uh, looks like we have a couple of calls, but we only have about a minute, so... Let's take caller. We only got one. Oh, we have one call. Yes. It is line one. Oh, hi there. Hey, you're on my talk. Who's this? This is Alan. Alan, have you accidentally carjacked someone before? No, but I do have a story about my car. All right, hit it. Was, it. Uh, this last Friday. All right, you got a minute. Car and it was time to go. And my buddy was walking towards the car, and I was like, okay, let me just pull up here. And then somebody came into my car i didn't look and i started to drive off and i realized hey this is not him who's this hey who are you and they're like oh this is no uber i said no that's why you always gotta look at the license plate number and ask their name oh that's funny oh my god i've had thanks for calling alan thanks alan i had somebody who thought they were following somebody out of somewhere like say they were at a funeral or you know at a you know, awake or something starts following the person. They were going to go to a restaurant ends up following the wrong person all the way to that person's house. Oh my pulls in their driveway. And he's like, what the hell? And the guy is like, can I help you? Wow. That's scary. That's scary. Thanks everybody. So not just when you hire an Uber, order an Uber, but maybe just check your license place in general, Devon. Yeah. You know, just before you get in there, just give her an old gander. Thanks, Steve. It's good to memorize that anyway. Do you know your license plate? You don't have to say it, I but sure you know do. It. Huh, I do not. You don't? No. Oh. You don't even know your blood type. Why am I not surprised? We're going to take a break now. Uh, cover story. Rocco Clock. Yeah. Game time next. Hey, it is Rocco once again. 
talking about Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I know it's weird that every weekday at about 11.43, I talk to you about end-of-life stuff and cremation stuff, but obviously, this is a fact of life, and it is something uh, you should talk to your family about. I've talked to both of my parents about what their wishes are when it's their time, and both of them say they want a simple cremation. And that is what Crescent Tide does. Uh, they perform simple cremations. They start at just $800. You can have add-ons and stuff. You can add, like, a small visitation. You can add fancier urns, things like that. But they're going to talk you through that. That's part of their simple, transparent, affordable uh, slogan. Uh, that's the transparent part. They're not going to try to trick you. You heard about the affordable part, uh, $800. The simple part, it means that's all they do. It's not a full-service uh, funeral business. Uh, they do just do one thing, and they do it well. Simple cremations. My mom prepaid and pre-planned. Maybe that's a conversation you want to have with your family. Use my talk keyword, cremation. Hey. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Steve dominated again in cover story. Sorry if you're listening on the podcast. We can't include... The cover story. In case yeah. you're wondering, we're getting some emails. Yeah, it's funny. I heard a. Um, I was listening to my favorite sports show, the Dan Patrick Show. Rude. And um, rude. I don't want to hear and, about competitors. He's a sports show, Donna. Whatever. I don't know if we're going after the same demo or not. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm saying. I was listening to him, and they'll play music. What they do is they play it through a different channel so they can just eliminate the music. But then it'll be like this. Wow. Imagine Donna and I talk right now and saying, oh, and listen to this guitar lick. Yes. Wow, right there. Oh, oh that's that's Zeppelin? Is oh, that really yeah. Zeppelin? It's yeah. a weird listening experience. So we just awkwardly cut around it. So you'll hear things like, listen to this new one from Hootie and the Blowfish. I do like it. <laughs> and we're sorry that it sounds like that, but that's just the way yeah. the cookie comes. Thank you, Steve. Um, I just want to tell you, real quick, I just saw a story about eggs this morning in the Wall Street Journal. I was able to read the full article earlier, and now they have identified that I am a cheap son of a gun. And so I can't read it all anymore, but I remember it all. They were talking about how much egg prices have come down. Remember going into the holidays, they were at 4 and $5. Some were saying 6 or $7 yeah, in that's certain ridiculous. places for a dozen eggs. Well, now they were looking at a couple of New York uh, grocery stores, and... Not only have prices come back down, but they are like going deep discount oh. on some eggs. And if this is happening in New York, I just trust that it's going to happen elsewhere. Sure. They said there was a gro- uh, grocer who's doing it at a buck fifty nine, and even running a sale at one twenty nine per dozen wow, eggs. Wow, that's cheap. That's really cheap. Yes. And it's fun to say cheap when you're doing an egg story because <laughs> of the bird <laughs> reference. The sound that cheap a, that a chicken would make a baby. Chick. Like chirp. But like cheep, cheep. Uh, it's chirp. Yeah. Yep. No, but it's cheap. Here it's dumb. No, it's cheap. If you read Giving a book, dummy. if you read a book, a board book, and there are birds involved, it's going to be a cheep, cheep. What sound is it? Okay. What am I doing with you guys? Nobody agrees with you. Let's just leave it at that. I don't know. There might be some parents out there who have read these sort of board books and well, be like, oh yeah, I've seen that. Maybe we'll ask Brian in a minute here. He's going to be all ticked off about something. He's not really <laughs> going to want to talk about whimsical books. Anyway, egg prices, which were just crazy. But I think the point is this two shop pass with all the things that have price spikes and all that. It happened with lumber. It happened with eggs. 
We all have toilet paper coming out of our ears now. Ah, like you said, ears. Last second. Mm. I see. What are you up to? Um, I'm going to go dog sit. I'm having the best time with the corgis. Aww. Yeah. Oh, the Mike, best. you should come by and see them. Sounds good. They're super sweet. There's Very even adorable. a video here called The Little Chick Cheap. All right, maybe it's a thing. We're sorry. C-H-E-E-P. And actually, I'm reading, that's why they're called peeps. Because of the sound they little chicks make is peep, 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 peep. peep, peep. Well, I can get down with peep, All too. Right. So, I don't know. Cheap, huh. peep, peep, cheap, chirp. Hi. Chirp feels like an adult bird would be like, chirp. What are you guys doing tonight? Chirp. You know, cheap is cuter. <laughs> chirp. All right. Can I hit this button here? Yes. All right. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. It's about the cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. It can't be. It's always a surprise. So that's who this is. It's in his Soup of the I'm thinking of it from a specific Yo Gabba Gabba episode. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Little birds, and they went cheep, cheep, cheep. Hey, oh, and it was the guy, Mark Mothersba from Devo. He does oh, this yeah, drawing right. and draws, and then he says, Oh, look, the birds, they're they're uh they're awake. And they were cheep, cheep, cheep. All right, you win. But uh, that's according to Devo. Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. All right. Please leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Uh, we just wanted to call to... Wish you a happy Monday. Uh, birthday yeah, Monday. Uh, talk this, to you about birds uh, and the price of eggs. Yeah, big uh, egg stuff happening, man. You probably yeah. have eggs down there, right? All right, we have to go now. Good talk. Bye. Bye now. Okay. Uh, hey, My- <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You only have a few more minutes with I me. just want to know what number six was on cover story. Number six was... Right before Homer. Right before Homer was... What did I write down? I just ripped up the paper. Yeah, number six was... <laughs> you guys. Wow. You're never allowed to make fun of me again for forgetting something that we did yesterday. Happened. Here, look. This I'm now reaching into garbage. Right. Here I am. Garbage okay. picker. Number six was... Oh, look. First five on that one. I got to go to the <laughs> okay, second. Okay, we're so happy for you, Steve. Donna! What? Oh, um, it wasn't Willie Nelson. <laughs> no. Oh, oh <laughs> who no. was it? Who was it? I guess John Denver, and it wasn't no, John what Denver did he at the say? end. Because then he said it was actually Billy Joel. Billy Joel. There you Billy go. Joel. You sure? Yes. yes. Okay. Thanks, Billy guys. Joel. Just answering an email because I'm a multitasker. It's Donna, what I do. What? You know, if they just emailed you and were just listening, you could just now I'm saying it. <laughs> I feel like that's I mean, a touch. You're, you're like the person. You're Peggy Productive, who tries to look productive all the time. Meanwhile, everybody else is very, I don't know, efficiently working. But she's the person who prints off a bat poo amount of papers just so that there's a lot of back and forth to the printer. I can hear you, you know. <laughs> I can hear everything you're saying about me. Oh. Sitting right here. Are you guys just emailing? <laughs> oh, sorry, it's just emailing. Listen All right, email. I will just... Uh, you're the guy who somebody comments on your Instagram page and you never respond. You're like, oh, I'm too big of a star I don't to say, say too- oh. Mm. Do you? Do you respond? I, I don't respond to every single one. Just the complimentary ones? No, I mean, I I just, no, sometimes I just see something and I just acknowledge it. I don't respond to all of them. 
How do you keep up with both of your followers? <laughs> We're kidding. We're it's having fine. a good time. It's hey, by totally the way, I did fine. just get a little help um, from Heidi. Steve, you're correct. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Birds cannot say R. <laughs> All right. I'll give you that. Hey, I'm thinking about putting up a bird feeder on a shepherd's hook. Try and stop me. What's a shepherd's hook? You know, I didn't know what it was until a, I, a neighbor referenced it. And then immediately I was like, oh, yeah, that's what that's called. Cool. I'll stash that away. So then I tried to get bird braggy the other day. And I said to Lou, hey, I'm going to go out and get a shepherd's hook if you don't mind. She said, <laughs> what's a shepherd's hook? I just rolled my eyes, said you. It's just a thing that you put in the ground yeah. that's got, yeah, okay. Now, and then you can hang a bird feeder off of it if sure. you don't want to And you think squirrels aren't going to get to it, yeah. and they will. Grease but, it up. Yeah. Oh, grease it up. That's the tip of the day. It'll slip right on off. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> no, don't yep. say what you're going to okay, say. Okay, I'm not going to say that. About the whatever grease. Donna, could you please... <laughs> We're we never had a gross get story our... earlier today. If you missed it, it's called like Gooch Grease or something okay. like that. There goes our Pulitzer. <laughs> <laughs> like we were up for a Pulitzer. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, good for you. Congratulations. It's been a while since I've had a bird feeder. Make up. sure it's high enough because the deer could still get to it. They're tall. Yeah. Not trying to scare you. I'm just telling you the truth. We had a turtle walking through the yard the other day. Scared the crap oh out of the dog. God. We had a turtle, too, in my driveway, and then it went over to my neighbor's mulch pile and laid its laid eggs. Laid its eggs. Tis the and season. Now, and now the now the pile of mulch, what's it got to sit there now? It does. Now that, lo- that land belongs to the turtle now. It's a driveway. Well, I'll tell you what. It's a, turtle time, people. It's turtle time. And I, I was driving the other day, and I saw what happens. Yeah, me if a too. The turtle does not oh, dodge it. That's awful. Oh, and by the way, gosh, mine's the uh, snapping turtle type. Oh, not we good. have some painted turtles, but we've had a huge snapping turtle before. Just a couple doors down. Huge. I'm so sorry. Is this a turtle takeover? Oh, I my think so. gosh. See you uh, we're going to leave now. Bye.